Hey, everybody, and welcome to Trail Lit Plazer Talk. Insert clever and or jokey intro here. Unfortunately, Dave is not with us this week. It is me, Tony, and uh, with me is Andrew. Hello. Also, me, unfortunately, no Mew. No Mew. No Mew. It's just Andrew and I this week, which kind of leads me into the, the first thing I wanted to talk about, which is kind of like a state of the podcast. We uh, took some time off, obviously, over the holidays, and uh, that was a. I I very much enjoyed my holidays. I had been sick, as many of you had real, might have realized, uh, over the fall. So it's nice to have a healthy three week, more or less, uh, vacation from work and holiday season. It was it was pretty awesome. But I think I will. Uh, I'm not the only one in our group who might have needed a little bit of a break just given the um the the just the stress and busyness of work and the holiday season and all of that and it also caused us to do a little bit of reflection i think one thing that we realized was that um we're a pretty busy group we all have full-time jobs and uh we all have families and partners and 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 children and it was just the, the cadence that we had of kind of getting a, a podcast out there every week was starting to become a little bit challenging. I, I don't know if all of you realize how much work it goes into it, but even for those of us who are just on the recording side, you know, we would show up at 630 and even if we, you know, intended to record a short podcast, it would be... Since when this ever happened. Yeah. We <laughs> say that every time, and it's like another hour-long podcast. How do we do this? It, we would intend to record a short podcast, and it would still go an hour, and then we would have chatted uh, or set up for 20 minutes before that and chatted or set up for 20 minutes after that. And, you know, that, that takes up a good chunk of the evening and then you have, you know, I try to fit in dinner with my family, and I'm sure people are trying to grab food. That's pretty much your whole evening. Um, if you, especially like me, have to get up early to go into work, drive into, um, you know, through an hour of traffic in the morning. And more hour, so if you actually edit the podcast. Yeah, yeah, right. And then that's the other aspect of it is Dave would always have to then follow it up by editing the podcast, um, which was a significant amount of work. Uh, if any of you are interested in in podcast production. Uh, we were using kind of this like free bot provided by someone that was integrated through Discord, which, you know, worked actually pretty reasonably well for what we were trying to do, but involved, you know, a decent amount of post-production process to kind of get it out the door. Even, even when we, you know, record we didn't have that much to, to go through or didn't put that much effort into it still was like a, a decent amount of work so a couple of things that we've changed up is dave has kind of like thrown up his hands and said you know like look this is just really too hard for, this is too hard for me um we need to find another solution he is uh kind of kind of take a break from producing for a while he he has an even worse commute than i do if you can imagine that Despite my hour, hour and a half commute every day. But he mostly works from home, I thought. He does. But on the days he has to go in, yeah. he's had to go in a couple times the day after we record. Is just Or or he comes home the day of. Ugh. He has a, a pretty miserable pretty miserable commute. So 
we have invested in a podcasting platform. So we are now putting real money into this production. So, you know, we're going to have all sorts of bells and whistles. And sponsors? And no, no sponsors quite yet. Oh. Uh, but we but we can now do like little we have a little soundboard that we can use. No, don't stop. Is... Stop. I'll stop you there. <laughs> but one of the other things that uh, allows us to do is that we're 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 much more guaranteed to get a good product from the the podcasting software that we're using. And the um there's uh this cool I, I've played around with it a little bit, this AI built into the um uh, post-production process. So the output of kind of the raw output of what you get is itself like pretty decent without any effort um, from the producer. So I think what we're trying to do is we, we threw some money at the problem. It's not a ton of money. You know, it's like 20, 20 bucks a month. We threw some money at the problem, tried to hopefully solve it that way. And hopefully you won't notice that much of a difference in quality. That's what we're hoping for. I mean, the idea is this was an experiment to see if it'll, it'll work or not. And yeah, certainly, so, given how much effort Dave spent and complained about editing the podcast, anything that makes that go away would be a, yeah, it, a kind of win. I felt I felt increasingly terrible after every week when Dave would just uh, be very uh, despondent about the work he was going to have to put into that night to edit the podcast, and especially when something went wrong. Um, it was it was uh, you know not not a, I felt terrible about it, especially when I had myself not offered to kind of solve the problem. So I mean, this we can't is, really we couldn't really help them either. Right, right. It, it was a one person job. So we're going to give this a, a shot. If it works out well, we're, we'll be happy to tell you what we're using. If it doesn't work out, I'm not going to throw the company under the bus, but we'll we'll see we'll see how <laughs> it goes. With that. So, so I think I, 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 did I already talk about the, the cadence? I don't think I. Oh yeah, we can talk about the cadence. I yeah. think the idea was we want to do a two week cadence. I think that's the plan right now. We are, I think week three of the current release. And given that the Honkai does, Honkai Star Rail does six week releases. I think what I'd like to do is do two week, uh, a two week cycle where we are releasing and maybe it's not two three it's maybe it's two or four i can't remember but i would like us to release the podcast a week after release mid-release and a week before the next release because that think was always will, the biggest problem i thought was when yeah. we had that podcast the day the content release it's like well we can't really talk about the content other yeah. than like initial impression but it's too soon it's too soon and and the other thing was like even the first the first week we would often have only the we would only do maybe the main story quests to talk about or some yeah, of the major usually, scenes of the first release because we usually put the companion quests like an extra step later or a week later yeah and not only that the um uh, until this release i will say the uh event content was often quite exhaustive so trying to find a time to talk about that I think was often difficult. If we talked about it week two, it was often too early. We didn't have a chance to kind of like even make decent headway into the event. Um, and we didn't want to wait too long either because we obviously wanted you folks to hear our impressions of it. So I think like a week three, kind of like mid, mid-release evaluation of kind of the event, I think is actually a good, a good cadence. And then hopefully at the end of the release in week five, we have 
kind of a recap and we could talk about what's coming up in the next release. Because you the the trailer for the next one's out by then. Yeah, exactly. And the other reason is is I I, I think I'm going to add a personal note to this. We we did have discussions about potentially maybe taking a longer hiatus. And we uh, I, I I think I had some second thoughts about that. I had a, a personal family a family member who passed away a few years ago. And one of the things that I've slowly begun to realize is that I didn't have a whole lot of recordings or videos of that person as an adult. So there are lots of pictures and a lot of, you know, cute family videos when we were children, but realized that I didn't, I didn't really have a whole lot of, of stuff that, that was, that was, that was maintained like in, into our adult lives. I have a, a niece who is a, a two-year-old right now. And uh, it's important to me to have some sort of legacy. Do I think that she's going to know what Hawkeye Star Rail is? Maybe not. But the more I thought about it, the more I uh, liked the idea of having this set of uh, recordings out there that were something that um, I could continue to do and that might be around, uh, you know, it, it, who, who knows? So I, I think that was what caused me to end up reflecting and deciding that it was worth taking on this challenge to try to produce this. Yeah. And, and I will also add that, like, I, I wanted, you know, after such a a long, we, we, I think we were pretty successful over six months of, of this game. And I didn't want to give up right before my prediction of when I think the game is going to turn its corner. So I think, I think release 2.0 is going to be really fantastic. I'm really looking for Hoyo to step up there. And so I know that some of us have maybe given the game a, a bit of a hard time over the past few releases, given the, the lack of Panacone. Um, but uh, I think, I think, uh, I think things are going to start turning corner and I want to be, I want to be here for that. So yeah, just want to add that little bit. All right, Andrew, should we move on to some of the more some some of the content from the last release? Yeah, sure. I, th- I guess it was three main things. Well, actually, four because one just came out recently. But right, right. But the first one was the Crown of the Mundane and Divine, which was the Ron Main quest, and that was uh, definitely kind of interesting. Although I really feel like the the highlight was really just uh, Doctor Ratio. Yeah, he he was he was pretty great. That was a weird quest. It was I, I it was interesting because I think I had told everybody that I was really excited to meet Wanbe. I pulled her banner on the first day and I got her character and light cone and was very excited to meet her in the in the game. And then I met her. And I did the quest, and I walked away thinking, what the heck did I just do? She might be a great character, but uh, I'll be honest. I thought she was going to be, like, this truly awesome, nice, like, just, like, I was, like, looking forward to, like, mm. I, I, like she was, I, th- I kind of saw her as, like, a potential, like, heroic character. And now, oh, no, no. Uh, I, I don't think she's evil. Don't get me wrong. I would just call her creepy. I think she kind of, so one of the trailers that came out 
really kind of gave you this unease of like, is she really a villain? Because she's kind of like saying all the villain things and kind of like definitely this immoral character. Essentially, maybe that's the best way to describe it is immoral. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think she, I think that's my concern about her is like, she is, she is playing with fire here with some of the, the some of the stuff she's researching. And like you, you, it was fun. Uh, we'll get into this a little bit later to talk about the, uh, the events and it was fun to kind of work with her creations and curate them and care for them. But also that she kind of just like did this and just walked away was just like kind of horrifying, right? It's kind of messed up. So it was, yeah, it did not, uh, it did not take, plus, plus she's very manipulative. Oh yeah. I, like, is, I, I was kind of like remarking who's more manipulative manipulatively evil her or Kafka because uh... so Kafka is interesting like yes I can see the manipulation on Kafka but we don't know what her state of mind is and she's like there's no question to me Kafka is a true believer like she is a true believer in Elio uh, I so, so to some extent, it's almost excusable, and we don't know. Maybe, maybe she's doing this all for a really good reason. Ron May, like, it, it, uh, you, you don't quite feel that way. So it was, you know, she, she, it's, there's a little bit of selfishness in what she's potentially doing. Yeah, I think like even the trailer kind of hinted that maybe like she wants to somehow become an aeon or something by through this genetic manipulation. Uh-oh. Yeah, and which you know, I mean, look, look, it, the the eons are. I don't gods, think so. a, they're gods, but they're not like they're not like the gods of Genshin, who are much more relatable with a few with a few exceptions. Like these eons are what I would you know think of as like actual, but what I actually think is a more accurate depiction of gods where it's like at some point when you reach a level of power like why even pay attention to ants you know to, to, to people that you see as kind of like the ants of the world right so that's the sense i get from aeons and like to some extent ron may kind of fits right into that she just sees everything else as kind of a pawn and what she's trying to accomplish I mean, the other um, interesting thing about aeons and I, I think this is the case with them hopefully I'm not mixing up with some other gods, is the idea is that they're also kind of shackled to their path. They yes. can't, they can't, sure, they have ultimate power, but they're now in a straitjacket of what they can do and how they can interact with, like, they have to follow their ethos or they'll, they'll fail or, 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 or to be destroyed in some, in some sense. Yeah. Akavili is the only one that we know of that was really kind of like a friendly eon and he's no longer around. And his, his, uh, I, I'm sure, I, I, I mean, maybe he's dead, but I think it'll be much, much more interesting than that, whatever happened to him. He's going to be somehow related to the Trailblazer in some way. Like, so that's... the Trailblazer, he's, he'll be, he, maybe he, yeah. He's in the train. He, I don't know. He's he, pom-pom. <laughs> he's pom-pom. Pom-pom's, I can yeah. So what did you, uh, what did you think of the quest overall? Like even though it was about Ron May and and yes, like dealing with how like manipulative she is was kind of interesting, but also I just lo- like I kind of knew Do- Dr. Rachel was amazing. would be pretty uh, fun to hang out with just because when he interrupted the the trailer or that one video, 
But now seeing like actually hearing his voice actor more, it's like this guy's like the best voice actor I've seen in this game. <laughs> I, I love you, you. It's generally like voice acting in games is kind of like you only notice it when it's really bad or and really good. You yes. just tend to notice it when it's okay to good. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good point. Like and and the good barometer of whether or not it's good or not. Like I have the subtitles on. I'm still going to listen to him speak because he's nailing the performance that well. Did you? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Did you ever watch Viva La Dirt League? Do you know their stuff? I like I like Viva La Dirt League. I'll, I'll shout out to them. But there's a, a, a video they did of um, where it was a, a guy in a in a game and he's like progressing through the quest and he's like really into it. It's like the penultimate moment of the, of the whole quest line. And like, he's got to go save the thing. And then like all of a sudden this NPC shows up, who's supposed to be like the hero. That's going to like rally everybody to go defeat the, and it's just like this terrible voice acting. <laughs> it was great. Cause it's like, you, 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 they did a great job of like making you not sure quite where this thing was going. And then all of a sudden it's like this terrible voice actor. And the guy's like, can you not be so bad? Like what is, what is going on here? Uh, I actually, that's what it reminded me of when you said, um, you know, voice acting can be either really good or really bad, and you don't, you can't tell unless it's one of those two things. Yeah. Uh, do, do we really understand what Ron May was trying to pull? I think like, she just, well, it was the propagation stuff. Like she was trying to create the recreate propagation, perhaps even recreate the the aeon of propagation because that aeon is dead. To what? To understand what. How you become an Aeon? Because I think that's her goal: is to somehow use biology to become an Aeon. I, I will say this: that it does seem that like it does seem like she did not get any blowback from any of her peers for doing this. Well, it's hilarious. Like everyone's like idol worshiping her. Like you hear yeah. like Ron May, Ron May, Ron May, and like where is she? And like she's off in the secluded zone, so can be she be alone and do her science. Or mad science. <laughs> I, I, I will be honest. The only, I think the only true character I actually like that's like part of like the genius society is Skrullum, right? He's like the only good guy. Well, they even call that out in the chat room where like, they were like remarking about the geniuses and like, Skrullum's okay. <laughs> like, everyone no, else. He's like a good guy. Yeah, Skrullum's, Skrullum's chill. You, you, you could hang out with Skrullum. Yeah, that's, that's what's weird. Is he? It's not just that he's like the most like ethical, moral one. He's the only one I think I could actually have a reasonable conversation with. That I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you are bizarre." You know what I mean? Like I mean, even her is weird. Well, her is not really bizarre, bizarre, but more she just does not care at all about you. What <laughs> you have a like, you have a Stellaron inside you, and like she just like she loses interest in things and just moves on. Like. She just, I don't know. She just seems bizarre. Hertz is, Hertz is, Hertz is a weirdo. They're all, they're all weirdos. Those nerds. Anyway, I'm just kidding. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about the second uh, part of the, of the storyline quests. The stuff with Dr. Ratio. What, what did you think of that? I also enjoyed it. Although there's definitely some bits where he's just, you know, talking about stuff. But mostly like, once again, I want more. It is more of his dialogue because I, I hope we get to hang out with him more in the future. And yeah, I he think, was an interesting character. That's for sure. I'll definitely say I, I know his full name is Dr. Veritas Ratio, but I 
almost had this wonder of like, what if it's Horatio? Horatio, Horatio, Horatio. But uh, okay, what was with the plaster mask? I don't know. It was not. He never explained that. No, and I I think they should have. I didn't understand if which was real. Like, was he wearing a plaster head over his real head, or was he having a fake colored head over the plaster head? Is he human? I don't know what that was all about. I think he's a Vididari, actually. A Vididari? Yeah, because he has the same like red eye, eye line kind of that Don Hung has. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I don't think they actually confirmed that, but just from that, that red eye line, not, I, I kind of suspect he might be one of them. Let me Google this. I, I tried Googling it and didn't confirm that answer. But I just want to see a close-up image. Of the, mm. of the eyes? That might just be a stylistic choice. It might be. It's just that Don Hung has that same thing, and I think a lot of the Viviari also have that as well. So now I can't really unsee it. Yeah, maybe. I can, I, I think it's just like a pretty, like a like a anime pretty boy look kind of a thing. Although I still don't understand the plaster head. Is he breathing under there? Uh, I don't know. That, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't understand the plaster head either. If, if anybody wants to explain the plaster head... To us, that would be great. Uh, you could leave so in our in our comments, uh, in in our in our in our Discord. In our Discord, that's what I was going to say. But which, by the way, I, I will say that the Discord is actually my favorite part of all of this. Uh, the I'm so happy that we've kind of been able to form a community there to the point where there's usually so much going on there that I'm slightly intimidated to go in and join the conversation. I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but like it it is overwhelming the amount of stuff that goes on in there every single day, which is just really, I think just really awesome. It's always fun when you come back and you see like 50 uh, inch lines or more. In the oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great, it's a great community. I mean, shout out to everyone who is um, contributing. Um, know that I would love to be in there chatting with you all too. I just, I, I come in after work and I, I can't have discord on. I try to try to avoid having discord on during work. <laughs> And I come in and I'm just like, I can't, oh my God, everyone's been talking about so much. And, and they're also like, they're also like better players than I am. And I'm just like, uh, talking about MOC and I'm just like, I don't know. Oh, don't, yeah, don't. don't. I did. I, I don't know if I ever gave this update, but I did hit level nine. Oh, good. So like, I'm like approaching 10. Yeah. But now they added 12. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah. with you. There are definitely uh, some players better. Better there, better than me there. Yeah, but. yeah, and and I still have like more upgrades to go. Like I haven't maxed, like min maxed everybody yet. I think I think the one thing I will say is because there aren't in Genshin, you have elemental reactions, right? Because of that, I think there are more. There are fewer. There are more combinations of viable teams that you can use in the in the end game. Well, I also yeah. argue there's just more characters in period. In Genshin? Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. But you don't need like for example, I have a couple of teams that I use for almost every run in Spiral Abyss. It does not matter who the enemy is. Like it's like I can use that team and they'll do pretty well. Like occasionally I gotta switch them out a little bit. But like no, it's like because they do reaction damage, it doesn't matter. In Star Rail, if I don't have if my DPS doesn't have it doesn't fit one of the weaknesses, like I'm I'm SOL, you know? And there are definitely like ice, 
like certain combinations. Like I do not have an ice team. So every time I, I have to play a character who is weak to ice and let's say quantum damage, because I also don't have any really quantum damage dealers or many quantum, you know, like it's, I'm, I'm stuck. And I'll try to bring Silver Wolf in there to kind of make it work out, but she helps I, with if it's just one character that like yeah. a boss, but not when you have to deal with two bosses, which is yeah. generally what you start having to deal with at the higher levels of the MOC. Yeah, it's brutal, and I uh, like. I actually think like the the most like when I fight lightning, when I have to do lightning damage, I have no problem. I can get through any content with lightning because I have Jingwan and Kafka, and both of them do a ton of break damage. Uh, or both of them are really good at breaking characters because they do AOE level stuff, and you know he's got that lightning lord just kind of hammering down on people. So I can I can constantly break uh, enemies, and that makes such a huge difference uh, in survivability. But yeah, I, I guess I can agree with you there. Like you, you can't, as you said, have one team do everything. Like, even if you use Civil Wolf, you you can't have one team do everything. You need no. a a real mix of every element. Yeah, and I have like I have like I have Don Hung, I have Branya, I have Luacha, I have Silverwolf, I have some good members of teams, but like there's not a single team I can go and just be like, oh, I don't care what the weaknesses are. And I'm not quite sure why that's true, because from what I understand, being being weak to an element only provides like an additional like ten percent damage bonus. I think the key is that it stops them from act perform, acting, mm-hmm. which means you don't have to deal worry about defense as much. You don't have to worry about defense. You don't have to worry about being slow due to being frozen or, or your own dots or your like. There's just like a lot that slows you down. Yeah, it is. It is quite the quite the challenge. Anyway, uh, I don't know how we got into the MOC stuff. But that's, yeah, but yeah, back to Doctor Ratio's Doctor Ratio. Yeah, like he definitely was coming off as someone like not quite a little bit more immoral, but mostly just the focus on, I hate stupid people at all costs. And I'm going to do everything I can to try and fix that. But uh... I do appreciate though, that he's like, I don't like stupid people. And my solution is education, right? Like he's, yeah. he wants the stupid people to become aware and be smart. Uh, and he appreciate, like he wants to like, he doesn't, he thinks all types of people can become smart. You know, like he's a little bit more, egalitarian than some of the other organizations. Mm. So I, I do appreciate that about him. Did Which, by the way, we haven't really talked about this, but we're getting a free doctor ratio. Yeah, that was, that was fantastic. When, that, when we, did, we talked about the, when they did the trailer. We did, but in, have, should I have received him by now? Because I No, because he's not, I think he's in the next update, I think. Okay. I was getting a little nervous. <laughs> it's possible. Actually, getting... it might be his next, the next banner. Is yeah. him, and I think well, you'll all get it then. It said it was supposed to come through like in-game mail, and I was a little yeah. nervous that like I accidentally deleted it. No, don't worry, we'll be like everyone, devastated. Don't worry, everyone will be uh, hype about <laughs> Doctor Ratio when uh, we all get it. You'll see in the channel. I, I I heard he's like really good. You do get to play. It was fun. You actually get to play with him in his companion quest, which I really yes. wish more companion quests did. I agree. I think every I think every companion quest. I think they should try to make the game you know, have you play with more characters that are like actually there than your own team. I think that would be. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. (sighs) So the other thing we want to talk about was the event stuff. So 
you have done the uh, the critter. What's the critter? Uh, I don't know what the name of it was. I'm going to look it up right now. It was called. It was the critter stuff. Critter, yeah. critter pick. Critter pick. Are these I'm, are these cats? I I think they're cats or I cats mean, are, with this weird hat on them or some like this weird body hat or it's like a pillow hat. It's like a or like a or like a, a shell, like a cushion, crab shell, cushion hat, something. Is it attached to them? Because that's I kind of. I think it's part of them. Like it's like a shell of a like a crab. That's or disconcerting. A snail. Yes, it is. <laughs> Don't think about it too much. Because I did. I did enjoy it quite a bit. I actually like thought this was one of my more satisfying events. The thing I didn't like was I don't know if you experienced this, but like I did it in like a day. I know I I, I did a little bit, but I've kind of like as I like to do is like pace myself through a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I, I I try to do that as well. I just remember Ethereum Wars and the um you know the Helio bus Helio Hel- he, those two events like I felt like I was spending weeks on them. They're also long events. They're really long. And then I got this and I was like kind of hopeful like I really enjoyed this that it would be the same thing. And cuz I wanted I wanted to I wanted to like have to create like every possible combination of the thing ever. You know, and it was only like six or seven or eight things. And I was like, but I wanted to, I wanted to like, just, I wanted to have to unlock all the different combinations and all the different things. And you ever play that old mobile game, Alchemy? Nope. Oh my God. It's a good game. I, I would recommend it. I wonder if it still exists. It was like an, it was like an old, old mobile game. And it was an app you downloaded. And the idea was you started out with like five things. It was like fire, water, earth, stone and something else right and you could combine two or more things to make a third thing and the goal was to keep making more and more complicated things i'm starting to understand why you like this oh is this right it's the same game it's the same game it was so hard too because in the beginning like a lot of combinations of things make me things and then once you get into like the uh point which you have like several hundred things made getting more things was harder and harder. Uh, and you had to use, like, it was, it was, it was not random. Like it was intelligent. Like I was like, Oh yeah. If you combine that with that, of course it makes this, but like, it, it was like the, the odds of finding a new thing was really hard because you just had, even if you had 40 potential combinations that you could, that still existed out of 200 things, you only have like a 1% chance of actually randomly combining two things together. So, it was it was so oh, I'm gonna look this up. Alchemy. Mobile. I wonder if it still exists. It was a good game. And I guess the the other event was the uh, new Golden Gears event for the Simulated Universe. Yes, which um I I did I, I played a little bit. The uh, what is the what is the twist? Well the twist is you have this dice. You get to modify your dice that you get to roll. Right, you get to modify the dice. Oh, and there's a new in the erudition. Yes, uh, buffing your I ultimate have, now. I have not unlocked, so I'm still working on simu- uh, not simu- the uh, what's the swarm other one? disaster. Swarm disaster, which is so frustrating. I keep dying. I'm on level path level three, and I keep dying in the last plane. Yeah, I will say that Golden Gears is definitely a. Uh, pretty hard but i think it might just because you reset your your progress right you're probably like the because you always get like here's new perks and abilities to help you get through it 
So trying to do level four without right. most of those unlocked makes it all pretty, pretty challenging. I, I, I really, I, I really do appreciate the end game they've done here, where it's basically like a, it's like another leveling skill ability kind of thing. Like you got to level up your character, sure, but now there's this like whole other technology tree yeah. you kind of have to work on, which I, I think is just fun. The one thing they did this time, I, I don't know if they did it for the backport to Swarm Disaster or not, but at least with Golden Gears, is that it actually contributes to the weekly simulated universe credit. The progress. Yes! Oh and my god, really, yes! And I really like that, because now I feel like, oh, I don't need these relics. I can now instead feel like I can spend my time in the gears, Golden Gears and yes. maybe Swarm Disaster. I don't know. I haven't tried that, if it does that or not, but I don't know either, but yes, no, that, that was huge. I would much rather, because it's, it, it, I mean, even, even Simulated Universe still takes like, what, 10, 15 minutes to blow through one really quickly. Um, yep. It's not long, but like, it, it's like, you know, it takes some time and you got to do two runs. So, and, and it, especially if you're not actually farming for uh, any of you just, those. You just run right through. Yeah. It, it's like, it's not that much fun. Whereas like in, in like, like a, even though a simulated, uh, even though the, the swarm disaster is longer, it is, it's much more satisfying. It's a lot more, I think it's a f- much more random fun um, thing. And there's always something you're working on. I don't know anyone. If, if you've completed swarm disaster, I have some words for you, but I would be fascinated to know that you've actually like unlocked everything in swarm disaster. I would think that'd be pretty impressive. I mean, I, I... Complete the the level five, but that's I only did it once, and I have you, like. But there's still a lot to unlock, right? You still have a lot to unlock, or have you have you unlocked everything? Yeah, there's there's like these. Each um, path has like this secret unlock, right. that's based on how many times you pick your option at the end of the. Right, right. And then there's the final like one, which the final one in the tree, where you have to beat level five with multiple different paths. Hmm. And that seems really challenging, considering I feel like yeah. the reason why I did it last time was because I did preservation and just had invincible shields with Japald. Right, right. You just have to kind of yeah, yeah. I gotta get Japard. That's who. Who should I? I'm gonna get. I'm about to pick on my uh, my 300 bonus standard mm. character. Bronya would be the one, but you said you have her, so I I'm have Bronya. Sure. I got Bronya recently. Do I go for E1 Bronya or do I get Gapard? I mean, I have already, I do have an ice weakness, uh, an ice weakness. I have a weakness to ice weakness right now in my teams. I don't have enough ice characters. Tony, we're all weak to ice. We're all weak to ice. (laughs) I have no characters to generate shields besides March. Well, in the Fire Trailblazer, but that doesn't really do very much. Japal is the only one, like, yeah, there's there's only three shielder characters, and he... Uh, No, no, there's... There's the um, what's her name? The short, the short girl from uh, I can't remember her name. The pink, pink-haired, short, shorty, omniscient. Oh, Fuswan. I don't think she does shields. I think she just like absorbs damage or takes damage from the rest of the team. Maybe she has some shields. I don't know. She does not provide shields. I take it back. Yeah, it's just the um, – but if you bring Japal for ice weakness, that's not really why he's there. Like, yes, he does some ice damage, but that's – he's actually doing, like, almost zero damage, really, at least as far oh, as wow. I can tell. You're right. It's just 
Trailblazer Preservation depart in March. Because really, the only reason why you're bringing Paul is that he does his ultimate and does his shield. Oh, he is there bringing- is there is a, there is a a light cone that will give you a shield. And then all the Ian blessings, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is Gapar with preservation or yes or remembrance like super overpowered? Like when you, I mean, I just would think like I, I never run those, I never run those, but they seem like really, really, really good with Gapar. I mean, they make his shields pretty much like they don't expire. It's it's they expire, not get run out. Right, 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 right. I've seen people show like, you know, shield values of like 50 something thousand. And I'm like, what? How can you do that? I've also seen like the memes online where people are doing, they show, they get the uh, cosmic, what are they called? Cosmic fragments. They get the cosmic frag- fragments and like the, with, with like five figures. And then they get that crit damage tooth. I'm like, how is it? I don't even know how you get that lucky. It's just crazy. Uh, I think the most fragments I ever gotten was like 2,000, and that was when I got like double, f- doubling uh, like mm-hmm. curios in a row. Or, but did you know that if you have Ron May and you take her into simulated universe and you encounter Ron May, she gives you a third option? What? Does she just give what, you everything? I don't know. Ron May. Ron... I, I read that somewhere. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was a meme. I mean, that'd be hilarious if she, if she does give you something. I don't, but I don't think any of the events interact with you having a specific character. If you are... So there's possible outcomes. Worship Ian's, obtain all blessings of a path. Want lots of money, obtain 2,000 cosmic fragments. And now there is a third option. You are Ron May... Obtain all blessings of path and 2,000 cosmic fragments. Why not both? You only get it if Ron May is in the active party. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. That is really like you deserve if You should not lose. Have you seen, and this is even better. Uh, have you seen the part two? There's a part two Ron May. There is. Yes, they've added a part two. Like, oh, because is... I get part one so frequently that I can... <laughs> <laughs> so, I've only seen it like twice. It's it's one of them is stupid. Like I don't know. Are the cheat chances good? It depends you know, on your dice. I guess. I don't know. More opportunities to cheat. Obtain steal some goodies from Herta. Obtain ten random curios. I have done that. I did get this once. Or maybe it was ten random things had to happen. I there is a 10 just... random, like 10 random anything. And some of those are time. pretty bad. I do it every time. I can't help it. I know. <laughs> but there's like, like, like three clocks. Like, thanks. Uh, no, yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh, you took rid of my th- level three blessing that I wanted. Nope. Yeah. So it's obtain 10 random curios, worship ands, enhance up to 99 blessings. You are Ron May. Enhance all blessings. Obtain 10 random curios and gain 10 cheat chances. So really, if you encounter Ron May and you don't have Ron May in your party, you should just have Ron May in your party just in case. Well, I feel you do anyway because she gives like bonuses in the Simulator universe. Uh, I don't know. like, But but I let me tell you this. From now on, every time I select my party and I get to the 
to the download machine. You better believe that Ron May is going to be my fifth, the fifth person. Because I, I, I do, I run Topaz a lot in the uh, Swarm Disaster and, and mm-hmm. Golden Gears just because she just adds an extra 20, I forget the actual percentage, but like more fragments. Oh, is that what she does? I didn't even know that. Yeah, if you use her talent or the, the E or the, the, the trait, yeah, talent and attack and win, you get like extra traits and sometimes they cure you. Oh, interesting. That's that's actually really good. I didn't know that. I'm going to start using her. All right. Well, we should consider potentially wrapping up. But we haven't got to um, an hour yet <laughs> for a short podcast. I know. Well, what, what do we end up with? Where are we? Well, there is one thing we need to talk about right now, Thu, which is, remember, we talked about the Discord. Remember, if you go to trailblazer.talk.podcast at gmail.com, you too can join our Discord. I am behind on that. Uh, I did get control of the email accounts. If you email or have emailed, uh, I will. I have not added you, and I will do that. Uh, I might do that tonight. Uh, hopefully before this podcast airs. If you do not, if you did not get an invite and you have asked for one previously, it's not because we don't like you. Please feel free to email again uh, and I will ensure that you get added to the Discord. It is it is the place to be. Trailblazer.talk.podcast at gmail.com. We also apparently have a Twitter at Star Rail Podcast as well, but yes, we do. You're keeping that up to date too, there, Tony. Uh, I have the I have the username and password. All right, yes, that's I all will, you need. I will throw it up there. Excellent. I cannot promise that I monitor that as much, but if you really want to reach out to us, we're on you know we're on Discord. We have our own little room, and we would love to engage with you. All right, and with that, I'm going to say uh, good night to everybody. And uh, wish you uh, a great couple of weeks uh, playing Honkai Star Rail. Uh, Goodbye. All right, bye. We'll see you soon.